When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost Podcast, the joy of junk journals. Welcome, welcome, everyone. First things first, I've got a pup date. Yes, I've got a pup date, and uh, Sunshine officially had his stitches removed today. So this was a very big day. He's very excited because no more itchy stitches from having his little um, neutering uh, surgery last week. So he's so excited and everything went fine and he's back to his happy, normal, um, skippity round self. Um, so all of you who are interested in just following along, he's doing just dandy. And we are both in our craft room right now, just relaxing. And, uh, he is kicking back in his little snuggle bed and we are about to dive into paper world. Aren't we snuggle buns? Yeah. All right. Um, so that's the pup date. And uh, oh, I thought we'd answer some questions today. I've got some good ones going on the uh, the YouTube channel. It's an easy place for me to see questions. And uh, okay, so here we go. First question from Esther. Esther asks, how do you keep your Mod Podge side from being tacky? Mine has dried for a week and is still tacky. Okay, a couple of things with Mod Podge. It... Um, if you let it dry between coats, it'll dry a lot faster. Um, if you apply it thick, it takes forever to dry. Um, eventually, the tackiness, I believe, will leave. It just takes longer to dry. So I would just say give it another week and see how it feels. Um, the other plan B is um, about a week after you're done, like let's say now, um, it's okay to come along and spray the surface with an acrylic sealer. And uh, I would do that outside. Um, you can get these at any art stores. Krylon makes good ones. There's all sorts of different ones out there. If you're looking for links, I've got some on my Amazon shop, but you can you can find these in any Hobby Lobby or um, Michaels or even even Walmart sells them. Um, a light spray will seal and, and deal with the sticky tacky. So that's a way out of that. Uh, mine have dried for, I don't know where, how long, it's probably been a couple weeks since I did that video, but they are, there's zero tackiness and I live in very humid Florida. So if there was going to be tacky, it would be here living on my, my, um, my paper and it is not tacky at all, like zero. So give it, just give it longer. Or um, next time, do thinner coats, let them dry between coats. Or uh, when one is dried for a week, then um, spray it with a light acrylic uh, sealer spray. That might help. That might get you out of that little pinch. And I know we've all dealt with it. I feel your pain. I do. I do. Okay. Nurse Learn asks, Nurse and Learn asks, why teeth removed? Okay. So um, uh, little. this is a sunburn question. Uh, my little Maltese dog, he had um, some, uh, he kept licking his, um, like his mouth, like as if something was irritating him. He's just over one year old now. And uh, apparently he had some retained baby teeth that did not fall out. I was watching his little canines. Um, they were hanging around. He's a toy breed and sometimes they hang around a little bit longer, the the baby teeth, but they, the canine te- uh, baby's teeth eventually fell out. And I thought that was that was it, but when the vet looked in there, he said there were um, three uh, little molar baby teeth that were still in there that were causing sensitivity problems. So when he was 
under for his uh, neutering. They also removed his, the little uh, teeth that had not come out yet. That's what that was all about. Yes, always something. You know, it's always something. And uh, totally worth it, though. He's a little awesome little guy. But we just got to handle these things. Got to make sure he's comfy, right? And um, Boo Martin asks, what was that yellow striped fabric? A sheet? I think I had sheets that looked like that back in 1976. Well, these were probably your sheets because I got these from a thrift shop and I laundered them and then I cut them up and yes, it was a bed sheet. So I am probably making um, uh, book covers out of your bed sheets, Boo. How about that? (laughs) Your bed sheets are famous. (laughs) Um, Sid asks, what? No decorations on the cone? Not even a little golden rubber? around the outer corner uh thursday cannot come quick enough my little okay uh, there's a lot of questions about sunny bunny right now because he's going through this so uh we'll we'll get to crafty questions but there are are a few and i i I really appreciate that thank you so much for all your hugs and concerns about uh him feeling better and he's really doing so much better so thank you for all your love we truly appreciate it and i know he does he just tells me all the time Um, so yeah, I decided not to decorate the cone because I was afraid he would either lick or eat something or it would come off and he would swallow it and, you know, choke or something. So I just figured clean and easy. And, uh, that cone went on and off about a thousand times a day. I would put it on, he would take it off and put it on, take it off, put it on, take it off. And, um, so by the end of the week, there was minimal cone wearing and it was pretty much, um, he wasn't really bugging things down there. He was a little irritated when he walked. I think the, the stitches poked him a little but you know you know how it goes but all is well um corinne asks why no fabric strings would not work if you use natural materials like cotton or wool Uh, oh 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 okay um this was for the how to make handmade paper easy step-by-step tutorial for beginners that video um here's the deal if you're going to use a blender or um Um, a stick blender or a regular blender because of the way the blending blades work they twist and turn and if you have fabric strings or any plastic in there it's going to get wound up in those blades and it's um it's problematic to get out and it's also dangerous for you so if you find and this inadvertently happens when you're throwing in a bunch of scraps sometimes a string or something will go in there too and if if you hear your blade sounding funny turn everything off unplug pull out your, if it was a stick blender, pull it out of the water, take a look and see if there's something wrapped around the blades. And this happens to me all the time. And I have to go in there with scissors and tweezers and cut and pull everything out. And um, uh, so it's just easier if it never goes in in the first place. But because I am not a purist in my scrap segregation, um, they commingle with the strings sometimes. it happens, you know what I mean? It happens. So just save yourself a, a pile of woes and uh, just avoid the strings. Now, if you want to place strings and things like that after you, quote unquote, um, you know, couch, or not couch, but actually when you dip your um, um, paper, your frame into the water and bring it up. If you want to lay some strings and things like that across, that's a good, uh, that's a good idea when you can do that. Now, if you don't actually seal them under paper fibers, they will come off. So if you can put a little bit of water with papery fibers in it over top those to cement them in, that will help greatly. But yes, they can be very pretty additions to your handmade paper out of paper scraps. Um, awesome question. Abigail says, okay, adore this. At first, brain went, why? Um, okay, she's looking to... Oh, to the video I just did called Fun Paper Clip Ideas for Junk Journals. Um, 
Why? What can they be used for? But as I watched you wrap the first ones, my brain went, well, maybe if you, and then there's, and then the brain explosion hit. <laughs> that daisy one with the eyelash trim is adorbs. Maybe add a flat back pearl to the center. Oh, that would be a great idea. And I have a ton of those. So thank you for that recommendation. Um, there's way, there are way more uses for these little things than I first thought. My brain is still going down the list, LOL. Um, and, uh, uh, now to find a box of paper clips. Now she's off and running. <laughs> Never fails. Um, and okay. It's, it's my friend and she knows I can call her back. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, um, and ideas of what you can use them for, um, I gave some suggestions in the videos, but I, I, I think I need to show you examples because I, I think that's going to be more helpful. But basically, in a nutshell, you can use them to um, add to spine dangles uh, or create spine dangles or create a journal closure out of them. Or you could actually even use them for page tabs. That would be cool. I haven't even thought of that. Um, but you can... Um, if you hang them from a little gourd pin or um, a garment pin, you can attach them to any lace or fabric that you have in there just for some easy tactile additions that might be fun. Um, you can, um, uh, they're just so darn cute. You can use them for so many things. And, and like off of junk journals, you can make earrings and necklaces and bracelets and all sorts of fun things. And um, they would just be fun to add into happy mail and things like that because there's just a myriad of ideas. So if you want to really get some good ideas, take a read through the um, the comments under the uh, fun paperclip ideas for junk journals. And you're going to see a lot of people tossed in some grand ideas there. Okay, here somebody came up with some answers. She said, uh, well, for this is Abigail. She said, well, for one, uh, spacer beads in anything. As mentioned, a spine dangle. It could be the top or anywhere along the dangle. They could also, I'm adding this, they could also be a topper for, if you do them horizontally, a topper for a journal card. That would be cool. Attached to pretty much any kind of hair clip or headband as an ornament. Um, dangles off of them could work for a few. You can make tassels if you dangle a bunch of them from something. Glue a safety pin to the back and voila, a pin or a brooch to wear. Dangle or um, not how cute somehow weaving them in and on lit shoelaces would be cute um, shoe decor I mean yeah that's a great idea uh, instant bracelets necklaces um, chains on the end of a clasp or another necklace uh, those are just the ones that hit me and I remember a lot lol okay um, so there you go ideas are flowing all right um Oh, somebody have an idea. Chewing gum wrappers. Wouldn't that be a great idea to wrap around um, safety pins? What an awesome idea, Sherry. I mean, I love your idea. That would be so cool. And it's just the perfect width and uh, very nostalgic, highly nostalgic. Boy, double mint gum, juicy food gum. We were all there, weren't we? Now, what's the mint one? Like just Wrigley's spearmint gum, something like that. That old walk down memory lane. Hey, mom, you got any spearmint gum? Got any juicy fruit, mom? Oh, I could eat a whole pack. I would like get the pack and I would eat the whole pack like all in one sitting it would just be this giant glob of gum in my mouth and uh, chew it for 10 minutes and then the flavor's gone you know <laughs> back in the day when the flavor lasts 10 seconds uh, uh, but your jaw got the best workout I'm telling you it was burning calories <laughs> um, uh, let's see what else do we have here okay um, how do you attach them to a journal Oh, this is the paperclip thing. Well, you can uh, glue them to a page. You can glue them to the top of a journal card. You can um, glue them to the side of a page to become a page tab. You can um, use a gourd pin or a 
uh, garment pin to hook them onto a piece of lace or to a spine dangle or to create a tassel. You can use jump rings to attach them to an eyelet or um, anything like that. So there's a lot of ways to attach them. I need to do a video showing examples. I'm totally getting that and I will do that, I promise. Um, what happened to Sweet Face Sunbun? He was neutered. That's what happened. He's fine now. <laughs> That's the long and the short of it. Um, and that was from Donna. Thank you, Donna, for asking. Tammy. Tammy says, hello, Pam. Hope all is well. I would like to know if you can use cardstock. And if so, what pound would you recommend? And could I glue two pieces of thin cardstock to do the same? Would I get the same results? Thank you, Tammy. And she was watching the how uh, Make Faux Leather and Suede from a Paper Bag. And... Um, uh, can you use cardstock? I would recommend if you're going to use cardstock, it would have to be very thin cardstock. Uh, I was using a paper bag, which is basically craft paper, and I was crunching it up, making a lot of wrinkles in it, and then I was conditioning it with hair conditioner to give it some softness and pliability, and then I was running over it with... Um, um, inks you know uh, Tim Holtz inks the all sorts of different kinds of inks to bring out the wrinkles in it and then if I left it plain and didn't seal it it felt and looked like suede but if I sealed it with Mod Podge it looked like um, leather and uh, so that's where that came from now could you do it with cardstock I don't see why not it's just gonna be a little bit more difficult to crunch in the beginning but once you get going and you break down the fibers I mean I'm talking thin cardstock don't kill yourself with a heavyweight cardstock you'll be there forever um, but the conditioner will also soften the paper so that will help as well so is it possible absolutely it would just take a little bit more brute strength but if you're working with a thin cardstock I don't think it would be that hard I think it would definitely work um, Sounds like somebody's got a stash of uh, cardstock. Um, okay. Um, let's see. Um, Lala Gamma asks, bringing in the squirrel. Back, black photo. Where was I born? Did I? Oh, well, we're just going to carry on. Oh, I think she's teasing me about different things that I was saying. Yeah, that's so funny. Um, you're a hoot, Lala Gamma. Um, absolutely. Namaste to you. <laughs> Uh, okay, here is a question. Do you have a... Okay, I've seen this done before with... Okay, what's she talking about? Oh, the Easy Book Cloth. This was the... Basically, it's, day, it's the title of the video is called Easy Book Cloth Part 1 Wrap a Junk Journal Cover Step-by-Step -step Tutorial. So basically, I took a piece of fabric and I collaged paper to it and then it, I uh, sealed it with... Mod Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So it became soft and pliable and I was able to wrap a junk journal in it. And uh, she asks, do you have a tutorial or would you think of doing the tutorial for it with the napkin? Um, I've seen this before with napkin pieces rather than paper scraps. Got rather confused when I watched some of the other people making it. Do you have a tutorial um, with the napkin? I, I don't, but I'm going to write that down. That sounds like fun. Why not play with that idea? Uh, napkin collage 
on fabric. I mean, there's a million and one places we could go with that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Thanks for the great idea. La la. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, Maritime Post says, Pam, have you ever tried to make library cards from scrap? I know I can buy them from Amazon, but I was thinking, could they be made? Um, yeah, they can absolutely be made. There's not nothing really complicated about a uh, library card. Basically, if you take um, the size of an index card and just turn it vertically as opposed to horizontally. Um, it's about the size of a, a library card and you could either hand draw the traditional um, face of a library card on there or they, they do have rubber stamps that have the stamp for a library card on it. I have that that rubber stamp and they are out there. I think if you Google or um, go on to Etsy or eBay, you will find those because they are out there. Um, but that's kind of a quickie, quickie way to do it. If you, you want to just buy one thing, once that would be the easiest way to do it and then you could either take index cards or you could take white cardstock um, that's of the thickness that you would like and then um, just put the stamp on there that would be the easiest way to do it um nothing to do oh i love this no, uh, candace asks nothing to do with this video but i've seen you use stencils and i have a question i use uh acrylic paints on a couple of mine today and scratching the paint off is very tedious is it necessary to keep my stencils in good condition well you're asking the wrong person because i am the world's worst stencil cleaner um the only, okay, so here's the real deal. Oh yeah, acrylic paints, when it dries, it's going to have an elevation to it. It's going to be, uh, there's a chunk because it's a thicker, it has acrylic, which is a plastic. And uh, when the paint dries, that plastic lump is still gonna be there. You might be able to peel it off, but it might not be that easy and it may ruin your stencils. If you're gonna use anything like um, modeling paste or acrylic paint, I would recommend washing off your stencils after you're done and if you're kind of lazy like I am the easiest thing to do is keep a like a foot washing bucket which is like a square bucket beside you or one of those cereal containers that's plastic um, that you can drop your stencils in just fill it up with water and just keep dropping them in there as you're using them and then you can just wash them all off at the end when they're all when you're all done and uh, just be careful with modeling paste. They say you don't want to wash it down your regular kitchen sink. Maybe rinse it out off outside with a garden hose or something like that. Because um, you don't want it to cause problems in your plumbing. Um, but yeah, I would say, yeah, there's kind of no short, short way around that. Um, I'm probably the worst stencil cleaner. And with sprays and with inks, I rarely clean them. I mean, I never clean them. Who are we kidding? Uh, but with, uh, unless it's really messy. And honestly, if I spray or use the um, Tim Holtz inks to stencil, I'll, if there's resi residual ink on the stencil, I'll put another piece of fresh paper down on top of it and try and get the negative relief on the other side. So it's kind of a two for one special. And I do that a lot when I'm mass stenciling because you get the the, um, the positive on the on the one, the paper that's underneath, and then you get the negative um, on the paper that goes on top. So it's actually a pretty fast way to get two unique stencil looks out of one application. Um, we should do that again. That was a lot of fun. And I'm getting kind of low on those. So do the... Do the stencil, double stencil, triple let's maneuver, double stencil. Okay, I'm writing this down. Uh, uh, demo again. And maybe we'll just put some new techniques in there and have some fun with it. Maybe since the holidays are coming up, it will involve glitter. Oh, yes, I know. I know. That would be fun though, right? Yeah. Um, okay. I know your toes are curling. You're like worried already. Oh, no, not the glitter. Not the glitter, plam, plam. <laughs> Please don't glitter. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's see. Who is this? this is... Veronica, where did you get the metal tip for your fabric glue? 
Um, oh, she must have been looking at the um, Sugar Bells icing piping bottle. That's what I transferred my fabric glue, my Fabri-Tac, Fabri, uh, Fabrifix fabric, fabric glue, that's a mouthful, um, into my Sugar Bells icing piping bottle. Say that 10 times fast. Um, the Sugar Bells icing piping bottle has a narrower tip, the metal tip, I think that you're referring to. And that allows a thinner bead or a thinner stream of glue to come out because you really don't need that much glue to come out. Um, although since then, I have found an alternative, which is a little less expensive. And I'll tell you the pro and the con. The pro is you actually keep the glue in the original Fabrifix bottle. And what I found was when I was cutting off the tip, I was cutting too far down the tip because I saw this wall in there and I thought I had to cut past the wall in order to create the opening, but you don't. You can actually cut just the very end of the the little tip off and then you can take a pin and you can poke a hole in that wall and then only a thin stream will come out. Now the con is it takes a little more musculature to squeeze the bottle um, uh, doing this method but it's not that bad. I mean I don't know um, I don't, I'm on the fence right now. Should I go buy a bunch more Sugar Bells icing piping bottles because those are very easy to squeeze. So if you have sore hands or arthritic hands, you might want to use the Sugar Bell icing piping bottle um, instead. But if your hands are like average strength, the um, Fabrifix, if you just poke a little hole in that wall, and if you look closely, you'll see the wall. Um, if you just make a pinhole in that, or maybe uh, like oh, making the pinhole a little bit wider might make it a little easier for flowing, but that's a good option. I just discovered that um, a couple weeks ago. I thought, oh, I've been cutting that whole thing off way too far. And... Uh, that way also you can use a pin to easily seal it if you want to keep it in the upright position when you're done or you can do like me which is probably the craziest way to do it but I store it upside down in a um, uh, water bottle that I cut in half and I turn the bottle upside down I allow a little bit to ooze out the bottom and that becomes its own natural rubber stopper and um, so I do lose a little bit but it's always at the ready. The glue is at the bottom and I never get volcanic overflow that way, which is a constant problem for people. I think the glue um, also dries out somewhat or when we get close to the bottom, it tends to volcano more. So it's maybe the drying out of the glue that causes the volcanic action. And um, uh, I don't get that volcanic action when I keep it upside down, but I do get a little leakage out of the bottom. So you gotta be okay with that, but it's not that much, okay. Alrighty. Oh, here's somebody suggested. What a great idea, Marianne. Uh, she suggested when I, I did the easy journal flips, uh, three styles for junk journal flips. This one just came out this week. Um, she said, maybe use index cards cut in half. What a great idea. I think I was using Rolodex cards and then I just cut up some scrapbook paper because I had it handy. But uh, that's an excellent alternative, Marianne. They're, they're already perfectly sized and ready to go. And then you can decorate them at will. And uh, thank you for sharing that. Truly appreciate that. Um, <laughs> uh, just have a little reference to Sonny here from Linda. Hi, how is Sonny? He just went back to snooze listening to your voice. <laughs> yep, that's that's my boy. Um, okay, Tavane, I think that's how you say Tavane or Tavany, Tavane. She said, love these. She's referring to these journal flips that I did. Easy journal flips, three styles for junk journals video. Uh, love these. Have you been watching Bake Off? Great British accent. Um, yeah, um, that is funny. Um, no, I haven't been watching Bake Off, but maybe I should. I think I need to work on my British accent. It's a little rusty, but thank you. You're very kind. Um, 
Can you do the oh a thread and glue asks uh, how to bind okay this is referring to the how to bind a big stack of full pages in one junk journal she asks can you do the same idea but with Coptic stitch eliminating the hinge have you tried that I have not tried that I've Coptic stitched once and I passed out um, it is a great stitch it's very functional um, I think it. I'm trying to think if it should work. Yes, it should work. There's no reason why it shouldn't work. It should work in this situation. Um, I I probably need to get to know and love Coptic Stitch more. It's just a little bit um, fussy. You know what I mean? It's a little fussy. And and if you like make one wrong move, it's not going to work. So you got to make sure you're doing your rhythm right as you're doing it like this way, that way, up, down, over here, over there, over there. And it's kind of thing where you, you watch a couple of videos and you're like, okay, okay, I can do this. Um, the downside with it is that your books will never open flat. Uh, that's why a lot of us choose to use the uh, three-hole pamphlet stitch to sew in our signatures. So um, the Coptic stitch will bind the back of the book, um, but there will be that... You know how when you open up some books, they just want to close on you? Um, sometimes cookbooks do this, or you know, you're trying to read something and the book keeps wanting to close. It's that. It gives you that kind of... Uh, um, closure feeling. So if you like to your books to lay flat, the three-hole pamphlet stitch or five-hole pamphlet stitch or 17-hole pamphlet stitch, however many holes you want to put, will allow your book to lay flat. It makes it easier to write in if you're going to use it for a junk journal. Um, uh, okay, so I think that's uh, pretty good for today. We've gone uh, 23 minutes and, and Sunny is still right here, my little champion. Uh, said, go, Mom, go. You're doing great. Just keep going back to sleep now. Okay, very good, son. You have a nice, relaxing afternoon. Uh, so if you don't know, I have started a print and mail service for those who uh, don't have printers but would love to have digi kits. I'll do 10 kits at a time, and you just send me the um, the names of 10 digi kits and then print buy the print and mail um, service package that I have on my Etsy site and then I will go ahead and print those out for you and this might come in handy for those folks who don't have printers or don't, don't want to go down to Office Depot and um, have them print them out for you or you don't want to ask your sister Sally or your brother John Kay can I borrow your printer none of that you are totally independent and it's easy breezy and I just pop them in the mail they come to you priority mail free shipping and just check out the details and the pricing on um, my um, my Etsy shop for that so that is available to you and remember that I do have fundals available I have um, some available right now actually they're a nice collection of old papers uh, old ledger papers and um, all sorts of fun things old tea cards and prescriptions and old book pages and uh, hand dyed paper that I made and all sorts of fun things in there just very unique um, uh, if you like to uh, see and feel the old things and the old papers this is a great way to experience that so I hope you're having fun out there remember that my videos come out Mondays Wednesdays Fridays and Saturdays, 7 a.m. Eastern Time. My podcasts come out Tuesdays and Thursdays. And hey, Sunny. I'm all I guess it's time to go. So take care, everybody. Happy crafting, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.